We're going to start a brand new halacha, a brand new melacha of Shabbos Kodesh. We're not going in any seder, but we'll try to go through as many as we possibly can to make sure that you guys know what it means to keep Shabbos better than anybody else. Okay. So we know, we all remember when we grew up, we say the Lamatas Valachas Dal the Mishnah Shabbos Tafayin Gimel, right? 73a that talks about. Now you've got Askov, so now it's 73a3, right? So now it's like, when you finish Dafayemi, by the way. You don't, you don't just do. How many blood the Rangers? How many is it? 2,711? 2,000... I think you have to triple that number when you do Dafiyemi with art scroll. Because every page is like three pages. So anyone that finishes Dafiyemi with art scroll is way better. Three times over. You did triple the amount of work than anybody else. Kavaldik. Says the Mishnah in Shabbos that one of the Lamates Malachas is a Malacha called Mamachik. Mamachik. Mamachik simply means to smooth. And it's extremely nagaya to our lives. Okay? What's that? To smooth, S M O O T H, as in smoothie. It's smoothing something. That's the malacha of mamachi. Now you may say it's not so to us. We're not carpenters, and we start filing down wooden pieces and other things like that. It's not really negayah to us. We're going to see by Hashem. It's extremely negayah, possibly. Every single Shabbos. I'll just give you a few examples. Obviously, it's going to take us a few shu'um to get to the examples. I do intend at one point to bring in some, um, in, some examples and make some live demonstrations to understand this halacha. You have to know what you're talking about. It's very, very important. And before we do the demonstrations, we have to know where it's coming from. So, one of the most classic examples is toothpaste. Toothpaste falls into this category. We'll see why. We'll see what way. We'll see. We'll go through the details. Queens. People that put hand cream. Vaseline on their lip, chapsticks, lipsticks. You know, all these sorts of things could fall into the shaila of mamachik. Who had in spreading peanut butter on a bread or on a cracker or chocolate spread on a cracker or a piece of bread could fall into this category because you are smoothing, okay, using soap, hand soap, liquid soap. I mean, these are things that happen all the time. So the question is, we're going to have to deal with one by one and figure out all the different shalits that come in. So, again, let's go from the beginning, let's understand the halacha, let's learn where it comes from, and then we'll move to practical halacha and amites. The Mishnah in Shabbos and Gimel tells us that after the animal that you sodded, that you captured, and then you shechded, and then you skinned, and then you preserved... Right, You actually preserved it in some kind of salt water to make sure the skin lasts. You then had to do mamachik. What is mamachik? Says Tosis. Even though the Arvish Shem the whole differently, Tosis Ayn Hamid base learns that what happens was that the piece of leather that was the side of the animal. Now again, this has been skinned from the animal. It's been pres- you know it's kind of gone through preservatives, and so now it's going to last. Not going to go moldy. It's going to stay soft. What they wanted to do to all the leather couches, leather shoes, sifreteria cloth. Many things that they do, they preserve it. They do that. But the problem was that after that, as you know, every skin of every animal has hair on it. So in order, they do this, you ask your father, when they go through the process of tefillin, in order to make sure that the cloth, the, uh, the, the piece of parchment that they're writing the tefillin on, or the sefer or or anything similar to that, they want to make sure it's smooth, but it has hair. It says, that is where this comes in. What they do is, 
is they took the skin, says Tosfos, and they sort of scrape it on a sharp pillar. And that removes, it was a way, I guess in those days there was no razors or machinery, it was a way of getting rid of all the hair. That made the parchment smooth, says Tosus, that's the pshat again, like I said. The Arishem that hold not that way, Rashi gives a different pshat, but I'll call upon him. The Yushalmi also goes with Shitazat Tosus and Shabbosite Hamid base, that it is smoothing it on a pillar to get rid of the hair. So that is mamachet. Now you may be familiar with a different word. And there's another word that they use. And the other word is mamreach. Mamreach also means to smooth. And here it's a different gather. The Gemara in Shabbos, the Kufman Bobam and Allah tells us that what it was was, and they had a barrel, right? And all wine and everything, beer was all, you know, stored in these barrels. And it got a hole sometimes. It got a crack, it got a hole in it. So what do you do? So they used to take, you know, something, wax, certain types of materials, and they would stuff the barrel hole or crack with that material to ensure that the wine or beer that's inside the barrel doesn't come out. Beautiful, very simple. Says the Gemara in Shabbos, that's mamreach. You're taking an item and you're smoothing it. One of the classic examples of this shaila is using what we call in this country, plastalina. The vice was this? Plastalina. Plastic. No. Plaster? Surrender? I don't know. Plaster? No. Plaster? Who? Play-Doh! There it is! <laughs> Did you, I don't know how many people knew that. Did anyone, I mean, just, just, I'm, I'm just interested to know how many people grew up and knew this as an obvious fact of life that using Play-Doh and Shabbos is Chayv Skila. It is because my mother would kill me. I didn't know it's guy's feeling. I just knew I wasn't allowed to do it. Okay. Good. Gavaldi. So that's Mamreya. That's Mamreya. Okay, we'll discuss it. Now, Gamina creams, Vaseline, soaps, hand soaps, or, or, you know, bars of soap, all these sorts of things you have to know. Guys, Baruch Hashem, you've got to know these things. You've got to know these things. Okay? So, the Av Malacha on Shabbos is Mamachik, and the Tolda on Shabbos is Mamreya. What's the difference between an av and a tolda? Nothing. We got a problem. There's nothing. Oh boy. The av is like the main halacha. Okay. And the tolda. Halachically, is there a difference? No. Okay. Bisman hazed is no difference. Bisman chazal, obviously there was. One is Chayv Skila, one is Chayv Chatos, but at the end they want, they're both Doraisa. That's clear. They are both Doraisa. I was once giving a shade to a Hasidic Shechabura, and I asked them this question, and they're like, what do you mean? And the Avos Doraisa, the Tolders, do you have Bola? Shem Yerachim. Al-Kopani, you know, I'm not saying it's exclusively for there. There's many other people that think that's way. And Avinah told her both the Oraisa. It's true, the punishment, Bisman Chazal, might have been different, but they're both Oraisa. And like Mordi said so beautifully, which he's Mechavan to the Kesef Mishnah, that says, the Av is exactly how it was done in the Mishkan, Mamachik. The tolda, mamreach, is how we would sort of speak, like what is a tolda? It's a branch. It comes off the main tree. And therefore it's similar, has similarities to the av. Okay? So that's basically, that's the malacha in a nutshell. Is there anything included in that? Okay. So that is that. Let's move on, Rabbi Said. Let's move on to, first of all, this applies to absolutely anything. This applies to any hard or even soft surface, wood, stone, metal, leather, 
uh, it doesn't make a difference. Even diamonds the price can bring down as a problem. Even a quill of a cipher, for example, anyone that looked at, for example, the beginning of Simon Shin Ches, we all know, talks about the kulmus, which is what the cipher used to write, and you scrape that off, could be Negea. Anybody know what Tipex is? Yeah. In South Africa, in America, what do they call it? Whiteout. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. So, you know, sometimes you have the whiteout, you have the Tipex on a page, and I don't know, maybe you got bored. And you say, I always wonder what's underneath that. It's like somebody like tipex it out. Like, what did he? What did he do? You know, he's one of those canoeing. There was a there was a cartoon of like a of like a woman there, and he's like, oh, we have to like make sure that goes away. So he tipex it out. So it gives you curiosity, like scraping out. That's obviously they said the rice on choppers. Yeah. So double push that void. For that, we take again, open the window. Out. Okay. Rabbi Sai, let's move on to one of the first halachas. We'll talk about like this. The Gemara Shabbos Kufam Aleph on base talks about the following Shaila. Yidin used to come to shul, and the olden days, the streets were not like they are now. Not, they were not, you know, covered with beautiful, nice cement or stones or anything similar. It was mud, sand, mud. Especially when it was raining outside, person used to come into shul. It wasn't covered to come into shul. There's ah shoes with mud and everything flying all over the place. So what they used to have, the Magen brings this down, the Mariel, is they used to have a very sharp metal like piece with a very sharp edge. And then we would take their feet and scrape their sh- the, you know, the, the sole of their shoe on that metal piece, and that would get rid of the mud. Says the Gibara, and the Shulchan Aruch and Semen Shin Beisiv Ches, um, sorry, Shin Beisiv Beis, that the halacha is, that to do that is going to be a problem. Why? Because the sole of your shoe is made of leather. And therefore, when you scrape it on that metal piece, you're smoothing out the leather. And therefore, that is going to be a problem. Ah, it's not your kavana. Nobody's kavana is to do that. What, you seriously, the guy wants to smooth out his leather sole of his shoe when he scrapes it on that metal piece? Is that his kavana? So why is it also? Oh, very good, Shimon. Siglesha. Siglesha. Whatever it is, it's going to be also. However, one second, what? Beautiful. If it was rubber, it would be mutter. But let's just go take that state one thing a second. Uh, that's only, so it's only the Maisa. The Mishaburah writes, that's only a Tumar case where the metal piece is very, very sharp. If, for example, and you see people that do this, they go to the staircase, the entrance of the shul. I don't know if this is, okay, we're not going into like Hashkofa now, where it's right, you know, shul, but you know, and you scrape it on there. Well, let's say, for example, this is really not nice, right? You know, on the bottom of every stender or the chair, you've got the... Okay, that's already metal, but it's not sharp, right? So, without, without going into whether you should or should not do that, obviously that's Mota Mishabur already says that. It's only talking about a case where there was a very sharp metal piece, and therefore that's where the problem is. Whereas if it's any other material, there's no problem. Now, Rabbi said, let me ask you a kasha. Let me ask you a kasha. Let me ask you a question. Is this really true, Bismillah It's not true? Our souls are not leather? They are. It depends if you're rich or not. No. Shabba shoes. shoes are not leather? Um, no? They're not leather? Does, has anybody ever heard of shoes with leather on the bottom? Yeah, I have leather shoes, Okay, people have leather shoes. I don't think it's like crazy. It's not a crazy thing. People have it. No, Shimon, let me ask you a question. If this would happen to you on Shabbos Kodesh, you should never know of such things. And you would go take your metal piece and you scrape it up. At the bottom of your shoe is going to come smoother. Probably not. So then it's not again then. 
So I took the shaila because I was bothering me. You know, it bothered me. You know, sometimes you look at the kids as well. You want to see, like, do they say what happens with man Like, you look at the Mishibur, it's one thing, and then you look at the Gedele Poiskim and the Sroon that come afterwards, you're like, okay, what do we do with Maisa? No one says a word. And it bothered me. Because they're like, what's well, not like Gaya? Come on, it doesn't happen. Number one, most of our shoes are rubber or plastic. But even if you have leather, it's not going to make it smoother. Please. So I asked, I took the shaila to Goina Godel. The Heilige Zin, the Heilige Son from Shemes Zalman, the Aydin, the son-in-law from Rav Yashav, the brother-in-law of Chaim Kenievsky, Mamish is surrounded by all sides with G'dayli Teichah, and I asked him the Shaila. He said, Avada, Nishnegeya, it's not Nagea, it's not Nagea, a person has such shoes, it's not Nagea, Be'chalal. And therefore, we say the Gomel. I'll give you another example, right? The Gemara in Shabbos. What's that? Because they had different shoes. The processing of their shoes was totally different. That they were not able to make their leather on the sole of their shoe the way we do. And therefore when you rubbed it, it actually made a difference. Yes, sir? Um, if you had the shoes like they did, they would, meaning I've seen leather in the stages that would be made for shoes like that. If you scraped off the bottom, it may make it smoother, but it also damages. It doesn't make a difference. Once it makes it smoother, it's a situation. But it's damaging. It's, it's bad because you're making it worse. You're, you're making the shoe I don't think the shoe. Maybe you're talking about the leather of the tefillin and these things and the chalami. No, but the shoe. No, it makes it smoother. It's kishmak. It anyway, it's not. Like, it's not going to to us anyway. What's that? No, but he wants to tell you it's a psikresha that's more more of a mekalkel. So that's maybe it's a different thing. Oh, yeah. Okay, anyway, it's not to get to our shoes. Back to our side. The Gemara in Shabbos stuff, no, 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 talks about the following case. You take a pot that's dirty and you scrape the pot out on Shabbos Kaidish. That's Asa. Why? Because not only are you scraping the cholent out of the pot, you're scraping the metal and you're doing mamachik. That's Asa. So obviously, and by the way, the Shokhanor passes this way. In Shinchov Gimel Sivtes, the Shulchan Aruch passes in Shinchov Gimel Sivtes, the halacha is like the Gemara in Shabbos Tafnun, which means that you're not allowed to scrape pots on Shabbos. Now, the Maestro again, Bismana Zed, it's not Sonegea, because our metal is made differently. I'll give you another example. The Prima God, Mishpazazav, tells, tells us, well, you have a knife, and uh, to, uh, this one is Ramish Nagea, sharpening a knife. And then, you know what I'm talking about? They make knives that, that comes with sharpeners. With that round piece, I think, what it is. You sharpen the knives. So obviously that's going to be Asr and Shabbos. There your mum is actually taking some of the metal off, right, Maskim? Mm-hmm. There everyone agrees it's Asr. And that's Paskin and Shulchan Aruch already. The Mishabur, Shinchov Gimel Sif Mem, tells us it's Doime Loshna the Prima Godim and the Mishabur, Doime La Machik. Right? And therefore be a problem. What's that? Filing the knife with the same thing. No, meaning nothing is actually coming off the knife. But you're smoothing it. So it's Doime La Machik. That's the Mishabur. Filing your nails, that's a different shaila. That's going to be geysers. That's geysers. It's the Issa You know, whatever you do on Shabbos, we'll get you anyway. We'll call it this malacha, we'll call it that malacha. We'll get you, don't worry. Okay, as long as you come for the shit, then you know what to do. Okay, let's move on, Rabbi. Say, I ever saw these guys in shul, they give out candies, right? Come on, everybody grew up that way. You know, you, know, you grew up with the candies, and you, you sit there in shul, like scraping out the pieces, you know, the, the plastic of the candy wrapper. Come on, you've all done this. Don't, come on, come on, you're going to admit it, it's okay. You were born in Seoul, you took the, you ate the candy, you took the wrap, and you're busy like smoothing it out. See, I, I see some smiles, they're like, oh, come on, come on, Morty, you for sure did this. In Brooklyn, they have some Gavaldi Gechinach. So, Akoponim, Lemaisa, are you allowed to do that or not? Right? Or aluminum foil. Stop a piece of aluminum foil, it's very good, it's all crumpled. And you take it out, you take your nail, you scrape it out. 
Is that really a problem or not? That's the Shaila over here. So Nisan Karelit Zatzal brings down, he has a Tzorich Ian, if it's Mamachik or not. Because he says, Mitzad Echad, the Issa Mamachik is to make something smooth. When you have a piece of aluminum foil or a piece of plastic or paper, or whatever, it's covering candy or anything for that matter, the Messiah you're making it smooth. So you are doing what the Torah, what the Chazal Asit. Masha'enken, he does say on the other side, he says, but normally mamachet means to remove something by making it smoother. For example, the case of sharpening the knife. When you're filing it down, you're making it smoother by removing the bumps, the pieces, whatever. By scraping the pot out, by scraping your shoe, you're removing something. Over here, you're not. You're just simply straightening it out. So, Lemaisa, when Mr. Karelit Zatzal has a tzorich in, so what do you do again, Rabbi Sai? You take the shayat, Hagoyna Godl Shlita. Hagoyna Godl told me, Rabbi Sul Omar told me, Mesei Degomo. There's no Issa of Mamachik in that place. It's no problem whatsoever. And then it's okay. But I will tell you another Shaila. Why not? Huh? Because you're not actually removing anything. And Tosos told us that the Issa, the gather of Mamachik, is actually to remove something. Now also there's another reason. That's why it's so, it's so, so not for any constructive purpose. You don't keep it. You're not using it. There's a bunch of others for us as well. Now making a snowball. Okay? Those of you from Toronto, this is Nagea almost on a daily basis. Those of you from South Africa, it's Nagea once in 50 years. In Eretz Yisrael, in Hashem, we should be zeicher to it. The Gemara Rashi in Tainis, the Gemara in Tainis tells us, Taf. Yeah. That's... Who didn't get that yet? No one got that yet? Okay. That snow, did. Snow is four times... Better than rain. Okay? So uh, we should be zerichin But the mice are making a snowball is a problem of mamreach, because you are smoothing the snowball. You make it really nice and smooth, as long with the condition, one second, as long with the condition that it's cold outside, which means it's going to last a long time. Because if it's boiling hot outside, you're making it, it's going to last so short, it's not even considered to be a locha. But if it's freezing, one second, we're just trying to get to the locha questions. If it's freezing cold outside, it means what I'm making is going to have a last. By the way, Rafal from Gates had told me that it's not only also because of America, it's also also because of kaisiv, which is the same as making a bubasheleg. Come on, guys. Bubasheleg. Daniel, you see? Sure. Anyone? A snowman! Make a snowman as a shayla of tziva. You're writing on Shabbos Kodesh. It could also be Bainer as well. Beautiful, very nice. You're Machabatu of Naivich, Shabbos Kachosa says it's Bainer, making a snowball, all of these things, and therefore it is a problem. And again, like Mr. Karelit Zatzal told us, it's only in a case where it's freezing cold outside, because if it's, if it's pretty warm, you're okay. I'll give you another example. Hey, anybody here use earplugs? Earplugs. Earplugs. Not on Shabbos. Okay. So, Lemaisa, there are two types of earplugs that a person can use. They are available on the market. There's a type of earplug that's like a sponge, which means when you push it in, you fit it into your ear, and when you take it out, it just pops up again. In other words, you, just, you can push it down, and it just pops back up again. It's like a cushion, it's like a sponge. It's, it's very good, it has an advantage if you slip it in, but when you take it out, it jumps back up again. But then there's another type, which is I think more officially a bit more of a fancier one, which is made of silicon or other materials, which basically you can mold to the shape you want, put it in, and then I, I don't know exactly how these things work, I personally don't use them, but apparently there are two different types in that case. So the, the nafkamina between these two types is Shabbos Kodesh. The first one that we mentioned is going to be mutter to be used on Shabbos, because I didn't do anything. 
Shaykhim, but Shaykhim, the second one is actually going to be Asa. You can't use it because at the end of the day, it is going to be considered to be in that shape. Now, Rabbis, I want to move before, because we have to finish now, but I want to get to the next sugya. Now, the next sugya is a very, very chashiva, interesting sugya. And from here, we're going to discuss different types of creams on Shabbos. Right, which I said, we're going to have to bring in some demonstrations and to show you Lemaise, different types of creams, what is mutta, what is also, and then eventually we'll get to soaps, hand soaps, bar soaps, toothpaste, and all those things like that. So basically what we're going to say, and this is a Hagdoma for tomorrow. Okay, you're going to have to know this, Rabbi Sai, okay? I want to ask Rabbi Zil Obach. I said, what do I do? You know, a guy comes for one shame and he hears, let's say, you know, certain halachas, he's in the middle. The next day we continue, he doesn't show up. You know, well, he's going to do something wrong on Shabbos because he never came to the next. You know, it's a continuation. I'm like one shear, it continues. Is that my? Like, I said to him. I said, Am I going to go to Gehenna for this? He said, That's not your problem. You offered them a shear. You offered them Ganeiden. You offered them Olim They choose not to take it. That's their problem. That's their issue. They chose to take the other side of things. That's not my problem. So, everybody, say, please come to work. It's very important that what we discuss today is going to continue tomorrow. There are three categories of creams and things that people use on Shabbos. Right? We'll call them, just for the sake of simplicity for now, we'll call them, number one, the very stiff items. That's Doraisa. We'll call them, for the sake of simplicity, the next stage down, thick items, but not stiff. That will be Durabonon. And then we'll call them the thin items that are muta lechatchena without any problem whatsoever. Now we're going to have to understand what is the isa. We're going to have to stand. Very, I want to give you the klolim. I would say it's not no point me giving you a bunch of creams here and telling you this one's muta, this one's asa, because it's not going to help you when you have a different type of cream. I want to give you the klolim, the general rules that go, and then you will be able to fit every cream that you may use and put it into there. There's enough kamino of using it. There's enough kamino of taking it out, just, just taking it out of the bottle or the tube. And there's another enough kamino as well. People think that only if I smear it on, that's a problem. But if I simply put it on, then it's okay. We're going to burst all of those bubbles, Be'ez HaShem, tomorrow. Join us tomorrow to understand this a lot more. Have a wonderful day.